Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello there. This is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Addy here. Thank you so much for deciding to listen to this episode. So yeah, um... What do I have in store for you this week? Uh, as usual, there's going to be a six-minute shout-out. For new listeners, the six-minute shout-out is when I just find something online and I think, oh, that's quite cool, and I talk about it for six minutes on this show. So yeah, uh, that's what's coming up first. Um, then I'm going to be talking about a movie called Our Idiot Brother. I had never heard of this film before this <laughs> this episode, um, but I watched it. Um, what did I think of it? You're going to find out. Um, I, I think I talk mostly about Steve Coogan's accent. Uh, in that, so that gives you a bit of an idea of uh, exactly you know, uh, what's to come. Yeah, um, then I just do the... Um, I, 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 it was the uh, 22nd chapter of the Infinity Express. And again, for new listeners, um, this is a story that I'm working on week by week I'm creating a new little chapter each week and it's going in really random weird directions lots of weird stuff is happening now um, it seems like the, the longer it goes on the weirder it gets um, but it's quite fun um, it's not the most focused but um, basically it's about a group of friends who travel on this train that takes them to different worlds um, and they they encounter a lot of strange stuff kind of like is this sort of a Star Trek kind of concept in a way? Um, but yeah, uh, and it's, it's just, you know, it's all about keeping this story going. It doesn't really, it's not really meant to have an ending or anything. It just keeps going and things get more and more random as it, as it goes on. So yeah, uh, I, I did chapter 22 this week. Uh, and I think that's it. I think that's all I've really got um, in store for you this week. So let's just go right ahead and move on. So Dan has the most infectious smile. Every time I see it, I start smiling too. Thank you, Professor Fart Sprinkles. <laughs> it is now time for the six-minute shout-out. So let's spin that internet wheel. There it goes. It's spinning. I wonder what it's going to land on. It's presumably going to be something you can find on the internet. Uh, there's going to be something on Instagram. There's going to be something on YouTube. Those seem to be the two things that I, I go to quite a lot. Mind you, Instagram, not so much, I suppose. Okay, it has landed on Dead Duck and Zombie Chick, um, the radio show. Yeah, so um, I I get the feeling I have talked about um, Dead Duck and Zombie Chick in the past, because it's a, a comic um, by uh, J. P. Fosgit. Um, yeah, uh, I just kind of stumbled upon this online. You can actually read the original comic. Um, that's one thing I haven't actually 
got a hold of the just google it google dead duck and zombie chick if you don't know what it is um then you, you'll get to uh have a look at the comic um and you know, i was very impressed um it's one of the things that's really inspired me in the work that i do um because i, I don't generally do kind of adult stuff but um yeah, this was still a, a good source of inspiration and uh i ordered a copy um a, a phys- physical copy of that very comic because i thought even though it is right there online i want to support this guy because um at this point um th- this was before uh Fosgit, um started working on my little pony comics and um Bodhi troll um and and he's done, you know, he's done a lot of great work, but this was before any of that. Um, so yeah, I was just like, I, I think um, I feel like I just want to um, so support him any way possible because yeah, it, this, this is the type of humour that I really enjoy. I'm not timing my well, I don't have to time myself really. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Uh, um, I just I like the whole concept. Um, yeah, so uh, it, it it will take me a while to explain what the premise of this is, but um, basically these, these characters, Dead Duck um, and Zombie Chick, they are pretty much exactly what their name suggests. It's, it's a duck and a chicken. Um, yeah, one of them's kind of like the Grim Reaper. Uh, that's that's Ducky, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Zombie Chick is is, is literally a um, zombified chicken um and yeah um i i found out about this uh this project to turn it into a radio show um i think i heard about it last year um and there's a kickstarter so this is what i'm getting onto now really <laughs> yeah because they they, they want to try and fund this so they can produce some vinyl copies of this uh um this show because I, I think the idea is they're doing yeah four episodes um and I'm, i you know i have a really good feeling about this as i say really big fan of the comics um so uh yeah i i really want to, to see if, if we can get this funded so far there have been 50 backers so that's promising um but there's still a long way to go um so basically, you want to go to so the, the, the Kickstarter project is Dead Duck and Zombie Chick Radio Show Vinyl Pressing. Um, the comic book comes to life in the epic recording. Get the vinyl pressing of Dead Duck and Zombie Chick Radio Show to have to hold. So yeah, uh, I'll read some of the um, rewards that are on this. Oh dear. <laughs> Sorry, I keep doing that. Uh, um, if you pledge two dollars or more, you get the digital comic "Dead Duck and Zombie Chick," um, the hilarious "Dead Duck and Zombie Trick Chick," digitally for the low price of two dollars. Six dollars or more, a printed copy of that. Uh, you know. And so I, I can tell you that that's worth it. I I do own a copy of the uh, of the comic, and yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I'm recommending that. Um, Ten dollars or more, the digital version of the radio show. 
So you get all four 24 minute long episodes digitally. $15 or more uh, wearable bracelet with digital content. Um, $30 or more, um, you get the wearable bracelet and a sketch. So yeah, um, Jay is gonna uh, include a sketch with that one. Um, $40 or more, t-shirt reward, comic and wearable. So yeah, uh, so that's with this t-shirt and they include the print comic and the wearable bracelet with the radio show. Um, free domestic shipping. For $50 or more, the collector's edition vinyl. You get the vinyl with all four episodes um, of the, yeah, uh, $75 or more, the vinyl plus um, J Fosgate sketch. How long have I got? Sorry, <laughs> I want to make sure. Oh, I'm, I'm past the six minute mark. <laughs> I'm rambling way too much. But yeah, um, so there's $100, you get the. Um, you get a retail award, uh, four albums to distribute at your shops. Um, 150 is the vinyl um, medium sketch bracelet and comic. Uh, 250 the vinyl large sketch bracelet and comic. And $500 will get you the vinyl with a J. Fosgit sketch cover. So the entire vinyl cover will be an exclusive sketch. So yeah, um, I've got to. Have, I'm, that's my six minutes up, so <laughs> I'll have to move on. But yeah, so just to reiterate, um, it's the Kickstarter. I've already backed this myself. Dead Duck and Zombie Chick radio show vinyl pressing. Go check it out. There will be a link on Acast. But on the bright side, we now get cable. So, you're telling me you've never seen The Pink Panther? Mom and Dad don't like violent movies. Yeah, but it's not violent. It's hilarious. Nobody's actually getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Get on your feet. Come on. Come here. On your feet, River Rockland Bing. Give me a chop. What was that? A chop. That was a chop. That wasn't a chop. You know what that was? What was this? Chop me. <laughs> Do it. I have a bitch. No! <laughs> River has school in the morning. Oh, God, uh, sorry. Yeah, I, th I, I must have lost uh, track of time again. Annette, what's the laptop doing in his bedroom? Oh, we were we were just watching uh, Pink Panther. We loaned you the computer for your resume not to look at Pink Panthers. A comedy centred on an idealist who barges into the lives of his three sisters. Um, so yeah, I watched uh, Idiot Brother from 2011, um, and really all I can think to talk about in this is Steve Coogan's American accent. You heard it in that clip. Now here's the thing, because, um, yeah, uh, I suppose this is the first time I've done a, a, uh, movie for Podflix where I've noticed um a bit of a bad accent but i mean this i can't I, it, it was so distracting like um because i've seen steve coogan in so many british comedies um 
Yeah, and I suppose I did talk about him when when I was talking about 24-hour party people. But, I mean, that was a couple of years ago when I talked about that. Um, I can't remember um, what I said in that one. But here's the thing. Um, he, he is a good actor. Uh, but he was he just wasn't trying. That, that the voice he put on was terrible <laughs> and I think because it got me thinking about the kind of characters he normally plays like he wasn't even a huge part of this movie but this is all I can think about um, yeah uh, and because you know, he's been in plenty of American films um, but yeah he, he, he normally just plays it as a Brit so it was hilarious just seeing because yeah um, he his normal accent just kept leaking out while he was trying to play this character. Um, he's, he's like the husband of one of these um, three sisters, uh, I believe. I didn't really pay attention, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely paid attention. I yeah, because I never really focused on what was happening in each scene that he turned up in, because I was just thinking about that voice. Um, yeah. In in shows like um, the day to day, that's that's kind of an, an example of early Steve Coogan. Uh, um, he did kind of do characters that were meant to be from other countries, but it seemed like you know they, they wanted it to be a little bit unconvincing because it, it's funny how that show you know it it's um, quite accurately uh, spoofs news and current affairs and. Um, documentaries, um, but uh, it's, it, I feel like they, they wanted to just give it a bit of silliness, so it never seemed to be a problem that not all of the performers on that show um, could do accents that well because um, they had to play multiple characters. It was a bit like a sketch show, um, yeah. So <laughs> This whole film, I was just sitting there thinking, because like, as I say, Steve Coogan isn't in it an awful lot. He's not; he's definitely not the main character. But um, each time he wasn't on the screen, I was just—I was kind of looking forward to the next time he was going to be on the screen. Because this is like, you know, because um, you know, early on, I was like, "Is he putting on an accent?" Because he wasn't trying to very hard you know and so I'm I'm like next time it comes on the screen I've got to l- listen and, and think you know uh, just confirm that he's playing an American it was so bad the film itself is not that great at all would I watch it again no I'm not gonna bother not... <laughs> although that said I would almost uh, show this to someone just for the moments where Steve Coogan's there, because I, I just don't think he was trying. I think he probably can do a good American. I, you know, I found myself thinking, when, when his, uh, how many other times has he pretended to be American in his role? Um, and the only thing I could think about was the, the occasional episode of the day to day. Oh dear, yeah, I think I got indigestion. <laughs> Sorry, um, yeah, it's. Um, I think it's it's kind of worth watching if you like to have a laugh at 
um, a British guy really doing a bad job at trying to be American. If you think Hugh Laurie's bad, check out this one. It's just, it's kind of awkward. Um, also, Paul Rudd is in this film. He is the main character. I haven't talked about him at all because his character's pretty forgettable. <laughs> so, yeah, um, my advice is just watch it for the Steve Coogan moments because they're kind of so bad it's good. Um, I actually don't know yet um, what I'm going to do for the next film because I'm going to be doing a live episode. And I'm toying with the idea of choosing a film that's in the public domain because whenever I do live episodes, I stream to YouTube and they have a different set of policies. So, um, yeah, normally I would play a clip from the film and I'm thinking maybe I could do that um, if it's in the public domain. So maybe that will be for, for live episodes. I might stick with public domain films Um that's just something I'm toying with the idea with, so I'm not going to reveal this week what the next film's going to be, but you will find out. I will. I'll keep keep you informed. <laughs> okay. Um, what are you doing? Your your neck is cold. You want me to get you a scarf, a bow tie? Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir. Do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F U M P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's flubber. The fump. What is the fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbricht, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The thump. It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. It's Infinity Express time. Um, let me give you a little... Um, recap on what's happening in the story so far so yeah um, the uh, Otter charity event has come to a close it did not go well um, Tabitha left early uh, Miss Tabitha Gumble, I should Lady Gumble. <laughs> is that what I'm gonna yeah um, and um, uh, she had to take most of the Otters with her I think Suzette is keeping one of them because she's named one of them Robin and she's become quite attached to him. Um, so, yeah, Tabitha is now um, stuck with um, a large number of otters without a home. Um, they've also met um, Nicole. Um, apparently someone booked her for the... Um, the event um she was hoping to make an appearance didn't quite make it in time um obviously it it, it was uh it, it ended earlier than expected <laughs> so yeah uh they now they're now stuck um paying a uh performer it seems um and even though she she didn't get get a chance to actually make make her appearance. It's all a bit vague. Um, I suppose I'll, I'll probably write a bit more about Nicole in this chapter, maybe. So yeah, I'm going to start work on chapter twenty two of the Infinity Express. So that means, excuse me, oh, it's happening again. I need to go to. Um, randomlists.com and I, I want it to give me eight different words uh, that I am going to try and fit into this new chapter, chapter 22 okay, here are my words rhetorical uptight motionless feeble adjustment fireman exuberant and competition and just like that I have chapter 22 already and I'm just gonna I'm gonna read it now um, so here are chapter 2 of the Infinity Express Lisa makes a cup of tea and brings it out of the train for Nicole thanks she says I've had a very tiring day can you imagine the kind of things I had to put up with I think I can Suzette. I think Nicole is being rhetoric, says Teresa. No, let me hear what the cat lady is thinking, smiles Nicole. Suzette steps forward. Well, I reckon you've been spending the day getting bored at an owl sanctuary, meeting with some uptight ambassadors for the prevention of cruelty to maggots, and most of the afternoon you were stood next to a 
dignitary giving a speech on how chameleons change colour. Nicole chuckles. Well, they were more caterpillars than maggots, but apart from that, you were pretty spot on. Suzette steps forward, looking very pleased with herself. Then she looks down at Robin. He is standing completely motionless. Looking over at... Uh, looking over at he's, he's standing completely motionless, looking over at the train. Looks like he doesn't want to climb aboard, says Shane. Well, then, in that case, I'm staying here with him, replies Suzette. Are you sure? asks Lisa. Well, just look at his feeble little legs, says Suzette. He needs nourishment. We can't just leave him here. Then I guess you're going to have to be his new mummy, laughs Nicole. Becky makes an adjustment to the controls on the express train. I think we're going to have to board this thing soon, she calls to the others. Are you sure you're not coming with us? asks Lisa. Positive, says Suzette. Did I ever tell you about the time I worked as a fireman? asks Shane. Does it have anything to do with our current situation? asks Teresa. Not at all, replies Shane. But it's a fascinating story. Thanks for the tea, Lisa, says Nicole. I'd love to stay, but apparently there's a flower show in need of an exuberant performer with too much time on her hands. In other words, I'm needed elsewhere. No problem, replies Lisa. There's going to be an orchid growing competition for anyone who's interested. Anyway, see ya, she calls. And as she heads off, she glances down at Robin, then mutters under her breath. That's the weirdest looking turkey I've ever seen. You pressed you. Referring to me, that is incorrect. The correct answer is you. Well, the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way, so let's do this last bit. The clips you heard this week were from Game Grumps, The Harry Hill Show, Pete Moore, Our Idiot Brother, Comedy Bang Bang, and The Simpsons. So yeah, a few things... um, yeah, uh, I'm I'm working on a little video because I I don't know how many people know about this, but I hid some Easter eggs around my <laughs> my different uh, sites like um, uh, Instagram and Twitter, um, and I left some clues on BelugaTunes.com, um, and at some point I'm gonna be I'm gonna work on a, a video where I reveal all the hiding places because there were seven Easter eggs altogether they were just pictures they weren't real eggs but it's a fun thing I found lots of creative ways of hiding them um, so yeah I intend to do that at some point um, sometime this week maybe um, I just want to give people plenty of time so yeah um, you still have time to go to belugatoons.com B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S that's the website um, just look for the easter egg clues the first one isn't actually hidden. Egg number one is on display, um, so that gives you an idea of what you're looking for, basically, what the eggs kind of look like. Uh, and there are lots of clues. It tells you, um, gives you some useful information on finding them, so have fun with that. Um, my Redbubble store is belugatoons.redbubble.com. This podcast is available on Acast, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. Uh, my Twitter is at Belugatoons. Uh, the Twitter for this podcast is at Belugatoons Pod. You'll get links to 
the six minute shout out things and everything. I really feel like I'm going to need to include a link to the Kickstarter because I wasn't that clear on where you have to go. So yeah, please, uh, please back that back the Kickstarter for the dead duck radio show. Um, so yeah, next week, I don't know what the film is going to be. Um, I'm, I'm thinking maybe one of the mystery science theater titles because yeah, as I said before, public domain, that's, that's the whole thing that I need to, I'm, I'm probably gonna have to do some research on that. Um, what, you know, what kind of clips I can actually play on a live stream. Um, when, when I know, then that will, that will help, help me out a lot. Um, if if I, if I can't play any clips, then I just won't. I'll just keep it as it is. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so don't forget the live stream. Got to make sure, yeah, uh, 8th of April. Um, yeah, 4 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time. I'm going to be doing this podcast as a live stream. Anything can happen. It's going to be unedited and live. So yeah, that, that's quite cool. Um, what else? Is there anything I need to mention now? Because um, we're still not doing Video Gargo. We are going to do that at some point. I don't know yet. Um, there's been no new episodes of Keep Drawing. But, um, yeah, the, I think the live one is is the yeah live episode is the only thing I've got lined up. So, yeah, um, I think that's it. So thanks for listening, everybody. Do take care. And as usual, bye-bye. <laughs>